It has some pee on it. You know it, what, Adam? I heard. When you die, I'm going to come to the funeral and say, rest in piss. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than what Steve Hamer's going to do. He's going to actually stand up and piss on me. <laughs> Is he uh, really? Uh, he probably will. Are you guys beefing? Oh, no. We just, this, that's, that's our friendship. Trash talk. Mm, friendship. <laughs> uh, what do you say, boys? Should love, I start this baby off? Love friendship. A, Would love you, to have one someday. You put a need of, <laughs> <laughs> Scott. Did you put another leaf in this table? It just seems longer. I know. I feel like I'm super far away from Tom. Yeah. Are we at a, are we at a banquet hall no, right now? It's always been this way. Do you guys want me to take this leaf out for next time? No, I just think from now on you need to refer to this as the boardroom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast live from the boardroom in my kitchen. And uh, I'm here with two very special gentlemen. Um, I'm very thankful. Every day when I wake up in the morning, I say my prayers and I thank God that he conceived you guys in your mother's wombs. I was not an immaculate conception. To come on this earth. (laughs) That's you made it sound like I was one of I was an immaculate conception. I was not. Very detailed. I'm thankful for your dad's getting her dad. Stop. Stop. Just stop right now. <laughs> anyway. I'm scared of where you're going with this. It's gonna be a wild ride. Ped's back with Burke and Tommy. Hey oh Tommy, Tommy Trumpets. Man, it's been, it's been Tommy Timberland. It's been a month. Two weeks. It's been a month, probably. Man. First time in a month, the boy's back. I'm very excited. Tom. Since everyone's probably not heard your voice in eons, what have you been up to? We just uh, a lot of work, a lot of baseball, like uh, just getting around and taking care of business. I guess I just don't know. being a parent, just parenting mostly. Yep. Tom that's, has a very important job, and since the podcast pays him in the occasional snack, his job comes first. <laughs> For and a while, I don't but, pay yeah. his health insurance yet. Well, if you're offering, I. Someday. Yeah. yeah. I'd say... It's got to be like close to nothing. The guy's an Adonis. That's true. There's nothing wrong with him. No. What are you insuring against? (laughs) I'm going to say... Oh, we had to rush Tom to the ER. His jaw was too chiseled. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I hope he has coverage. Because you're going to make me blush. (laughs) I I can't tell if it's that or sunburn. Mr. Brad Elder, though, he has a super interesting life. Isn't his job crazy? It's pretty cool. We need to get Brad back at some point. That guy discovered Edward Snowden. Can you guys think about how great of a pot it would be with me, Tom, and Brad Elder? <laughs> like just the three of us. What a pod that would be. Ped could be the producer. Yeah. I'll just sit in the corner yeah. adjusting the levels. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody hydrated? Have you guys checked your levels? Anybody need a paper towel? So we're having a good time. Does anyone need bagel bites? <laughs> Does anyone need a Gatorade energy chew? <laughs> I can just run to the gas station and get some body armor if yeah. you need. You look tired. 
So did he actually, he was like, his company discovered Edward Snowden? Like that he was. I think the story was that espionage and- his company discovered, well, he discovered the emails from the HR of the, of the defense contractor that Snowden worked for when HR started saying, hey, this guy works for us, but he hasn't been into work lately. So like, uh, and it he, was when, when he, he left. had ducked out to Russia. Gotcha. So Brad, the, the, the company already knew he ducked. It's just that Brad saw the emails when the company discovered he'd, oh. he'd hightailed it out of here. Yep. That's still cool. Yeah. It's, it's slightly, I've never discovered anything that cool. Slightly less cool, though. Yeah. 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 He lost all credibility. Who no, are we kidding? I mean, Brad, I'm not. I, I, I shouldn't have said that right there, but that's nah, okay. It's still pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, the I coolest thing that's ever happened to me at work is far less cool. So, what is the coolest thing that's ever happened to you at work? I got a raise. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> if I had to choose between getting a raise or seeing emails about Edward Snowden, I would take the raise. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm crazy, but I would do it. What about what are you? The coolest thing that's ever happened to me at work. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Cool stuff doesn't happen at school, but like teenagers are funny. So like sometimes they really crack me up and like I can think of a few students that like every day when they walk into my room, I know they're going to say something that's going to make me laugh. Yeah. And those kids are just so fun to have because they're just funny. They're just Boom. Funny. Yeah. That's awesome. I made a discovery. Speaking of discoveries and elder, I made a discovery while I was in Texas. Swinging is elite. As an adult, it's still amazing. Swinging? On a swing set. Oh, gosh. I was worried where you were going with that. Is there a sw- <laughs> I was on like, a swing set. Sorry. Okay. Swinging like, is head. so much fun. At the risk of... Just at the risk of... Are there swing sets made for guys like me so, and you? Somewhere out there, someone has a video of what this swing set was looking like while I was on it. <laughs> I can't there was, imagine. There was bending... And the sounds of stretching in the chains holding up the swing. But by golly, I got going really high and I jumped off for the first time in 15 years, probably. You just went for it? Went for it. First time, landed on my feet like a cat. Did it even hurt? It was amazing. Knees hurt a little bit after that. Totally (laughs) worth it. Man, it's, it's like I forgot, like as you get going higher and higher, it's like that roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Like feeling in your stomach. I don't care how old you are, swinging is the best. So I just imagine fun. you on that swing set and like bolts are popping, <laughs> rivets are going flying. <laughs> there was some kid in the in the corner of the playground's like, she's gonna blow. Everybody run. <laughs> yeah. There was another kid beside me who, as I got going higher and higher, he goes, I'm out, and he got off. <laughs> it was great. Have you been for a swing lately? You guys uh, got no. kids. You go to the park. Well, we take a, I sw- I push my kids on the you swing. You don't hop on? No. I haven't been on a swing set in a really long time. Dang, it was I fun. Probably like two, three weeks. I might, I might try to go for a weekly swing. It was so much fun. I had the time of my life. Where are you going to go for a weekly swing? I'm going to have to find one. This this one was pretty well made. You I don't, don't have, You don't have time. The playground? Go for like a drink my coffee while I walk to the no. playground in the morning I, and go yeah. for a swing? There's 36-year-old a guys should not be alone at a playground swinging. It's very disconcerting. <laughs> I, I, might, I might call you in. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, can you send a couple of your kids over so I don't look so weird? Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you, you. Pretend to push them as yeah. you're swinging. <laughs> Adam's going, give me an underdog. <laughs> Isn't that what that's called? Where they run yeah, under an you? underdog. Yep. Um, Did you guys ever do that thing when you were kids where at recess you're on the swing set? And if you started swinging at the exact same time as a girl next to you, you were like a couple. 
What? That no. was a thing in our school in the elementary. They'd be like, oh. That's like, how you determine couple they, status? Burke yeah. Burke and like, Stacy. No, no. You'd be like, tree. if your swing synced up, right? Like little Tommy's at recess and his yeah. swing syncs up and they go, <gasps> that was a thing we did at our it's school. just a random name. Yeah, I just threw a name out. It was like a thing at our school. <laughs> I'll take the name. And then, out. like, if you didn't, if you didn't want to be dating him, you would like change your pace so that you wouldn't be. Oh, it was okay. like the old, uh, you know, K I S S I N G, all that stuff. Like, just first comes love, then comes marriage. Just, just razzing each other. There yeah. was one time um, I passed a note up to a girl on the bus who was sitting three seats in front of me, and it was, "Would you like to date me? Yes or no." And she had just moved here in like sixth grade, and it wasn't yes or no. It was put up one fingers on one finger on the seat Ooh. if yes, and two if no. And I'll never forget sitting in the back seat of the bus and watching her put up two fingers, <laughs> oh, which no. means no, which means no. That hurts. It was demoralizing. That's an awkward bus ride the rest of the time. Super demoralizing. Gosh, I was so ready to call you all sorts of Riz nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> do you guys take receipts when they ask you if you want one at a store never oh no i Not do sometimes write it off for taxes i do sometimes when i don't want to be judged when i'm like yes i do keep track of my finances i would like a receipt thank you because i am responsible and then it sits in your center council for like a year or or the little thing in the door the side the side the door, side door i'm like I don't know what I'm going to do with this receipt, but it felt like I would look like a freaking Yeah, I think everybody I that says yes to that just has a too, a too optimistic view of their future self. Yeah. Did you know that everybody has an optimistic view of their future self? That's probably true. That's like a psychological fact. We always believe we're going to start that diet tomorrow. That's fair. We are going to start working out tomorrow. You... Human beings are optimistic about their future behavior. They always think that they actually will behave better in the yep. future. that's a psychological fact well, it's probably yeah. honestly it's probably evolutionary for like their survival to feel that way probably next question or next thought i don't think anybody really knows how rugby's played like even the people playing it don't really know that's very valid point. i don't know what the foul is or what i'm doing but every time i see a rugby highlight i'm like what what is happening and do the people involved even know yeah gosh i legit have no idea all I know is there's some brutal hits in the game of rugby, well, and they're not wearing a helmet or pads. Sometimes I'm watching, and I'm like, oh, they have to bounce the ball every so often. And then they just like don't bounce it and run the whole field. I'm like, I guess they don't have to bounce the ball yeah. sometimes. When, when does the ball bounce? There's I guess no- they kick it sometimes, but not always. And yeah. it, there's like no interval. Like They're like, well, football and baseball and basketball have weird rules. But there's a standard interval for when those rules apply. You could you know? watch. You could be an alien watching a baseball game, and I think you'd have it figured out by the fourth inning. My, Pro- probably, like at least the base of it. Yeah. I don't know if anybody knows what's going on in cricket either. I no, know no. those things can last for days. Is that where they Nothing. hit the ball with that wooden pallet thing. Yes. Yeah. Wooden mallet. Yeah. Whatever and, it is. And there's there's like three sticks behind the batter with two little wooden sticks on top, and you got to try to knock the stick off. Yeah. But you can literally hit the ball 360 degrees in any direction. In any direction? Yep. You can you – can, So like as it's coming in, I could turn around and just try to guide it as it's going that uh, direction? Th- the hard part is you'd probably knock those little sticks off, and that's what you don't want to have happen as the batter, oh. I think. 
and hundreds of thousands of people watch that sport. An Australian guy that I lived with, that lived on my floor in college tried to explain cricket to us. And like 10 seconds in, I just started thinking about baseball and I don't know what he said. Is it like that Family Guy <laughs> episode when, when it, it's going around the table about them explaining a board game? Yeah. <laughs> That's faces, probably you. Their faces just curdle. And That's probably you. It's 100%. Dude. But when someone is explaining a board game to me, I'm like, yes, this sounds awesome. No. I cannot wait to play this. Uh, one of our friends in our group text, Thomas, uh, sent that. I've never seen that Family Guy clip. And he goes... This is totally Tom when someone tr- starts pulling out a board game. And it was that clip. Yep. And I literally curdled over laughing. I was <laughs> laughing so hard. There, there couldn't be a better description of me. It's yep. twice in 30 seconds Tom used the word curdled. Did I? Yeah. You said their faces curdled. And then you just said you curled, cur- curdled over laughing. Did you mean curled over? I don't know. <laughs> I think you meant curdled. It's a word of multiple use. It's a good thing you're hot. Did I say someone's faces curdled? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The family guy people's did. Okay, what are you going to do, right? That's just dumb. <laughs> For my entire sophomore year of college. My brain is glitching. Th- it happens. Yeah. Three or four guys from the UNI uh, club rugby team would not leave me alone. They wanted me to come play on the rugby team. Yeah, you seem like a guy that doesn't care about his his like body when no. playing sports. I probably would have excelled at it and been the best club player been awesome in UNI history. But I had better things to do, like the glee club. So I did you say the Gleek Club Club? The Gleek Club. Were you yeah. gleeking? You like <laughs> doing that thing where you open your mouth and spit on the people? Gleek Club. Yeah, <laughs> we should start a Gleek Club, man. But first. I but I think first rule of Gleek Club is we learn how to gleek. Yeah, yeah. that's like know. that's probably like the first meeting is we learn. Yeah. How to gleek. <laughs> Do you, you think just, we can figure it out? We're no. standing outside in a street corner for our first meeting, and just, cars are driving by. Like, it just looks like we're trying to. What puke. are all those people doing? They're are they all like trying to breathe through their teeth? They're just trying to puke over there. I'm trying to do it right now, and I don't even know. I feel like there's like a is there a spit gland that hides under the tongue of people who can do it? No, I don't I think do. I can do it because the gap in my teeth is too big. I feel like you have to be like a gila monster. Or I think something it comes it. like you don't you open you have to open your jaw like it comes from the back of your mouth. Do you have to gird your loins? I give up. Do you guys know what gleeping is? No, no, I know what glamping is. But gleeping is from an episode of Arthur. It means stealing. But they call it gleeping. Yeah, it was an episode of Arthur because I remember Arthur, crazy all, bear. Like the, he was an aardvark. Um, oh. All through, uh, <laughs> I he was a bear, <laughs> dummy. All through. Once we all saw that episode as kids in my school, we just always used gleep as stealing. So, like, even in high school, you would like grab someone's pen off their desk and you'd be like, "Did you just gleep my pen?" And we all knew what it meant because we all saw that episode growing up. Oh, man. You guys were all big into Arthur in high school? I loved Arthur. I don't know. It was kind of a shared cultural experience. (laughs) I loved Arthur so much. My friend Derek Wadley, I tried to give him the nickname DW in high school, and he wouldn't take it because it was Arthur's sister. He's like, no, it's that stupid girl from Arthur. You're not calling me DW. There's a a new fad sweeping the nation. Uh, This was reported by Fox News. And apparently it is starting- hold on. Let me get a giant grain of salt before you tell the, tell me this. <laughs> it is supposedly starting to become a thing that men are using maxi pads to control their gooch grease in that, the hot months. That sounds pretty. Honestly, oh, that just sounds use like a gold bond. Yeah, I don't know. Said they said gooch grease maxi pads. I don't know about that. This seems like somebody could make one that's contoured to fit a man's nether regions guys i i'm just gonna have to admit like there are times when i'm sitting on a bucket of baseballs in the hot weather and i stand up and it's not it's not pretty 
And I know that it's something like, and it's not anything. It's just sweat. But I'm imagining the pad would look, the shape of it would look like that guy's hair from Flock of Seagulls, where it's up on the sides and down in the middle. <laughs> so it kind of gets up in that. It, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. For those of you that know uh, what I'm, the haircut I'm talking about, yep. that I think would need to be the shape of the pad. It almost need to look like there was a water slide on the front. <laughs> does that make sense? Yes, I think it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom, I have, I'm, I have a story very relatable to yours from when I was working out in Texas. Okay, not a pretty sight. I don't want to go into. You detail. worked out in Texas. I took workout equipment and worked out five mornings there. Why? It's like a dry heat down there. I don't you, know. You didn't just like go run outside or something. No, I asked Dupic if I could take sandbags and kettlebells. So yes, I did. Uh, it was ninety degrees in the mornings when I worked out there, and let me tell you, quick dry shorts and spandex, you're not keeping a lot of the juices in. You know what I mean? And you're gonna see them. You're gonna see it on the outer layer of your shorts. We always know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I- <laughs> I've, I've been around this block a time or two. Oh, boy. I got a question. Yeah. Nunchucks. Pro or con? Are they a weapon? Because I always see people just in the movies go like, like they do the whole nunchuck routine and then they like finish with it like under their armpit. I think nunchucks. And it's always like a threat of using a nunchuck, but nobody ever no. uses them. It's always like a pre-fight demonstration to show you. I got these two salamis connected by a chain and I yeah. I... But like Honestly, nobody ever hits anybody. No, Michelangelo has hit people with nunchucks. No, the turtles are actually famous for like never actually using the weapons. Surely, they just use once I want to see Christopher Nolan make a turtles movie where Leonardo just runs someone straight through with a sword. <laughs> Honestly, the only nunchuck, the most nunchuck violence you see is when someone does it to themselves. Yeah, like in a move in a hey, video, just got t- lots of ar- underarm bruises and yeah. shoulder blade really injuries. Actually, and- <laughs> hit themselves right in the nards. Yeah. I'm just saying, I've never actually seen someone hit another person with a nunchuck they only hit themselves or it's like a demonstration to show you i know what to do with these yeah it's more like a it's like using a baton in a, a dance of, routine a yeah pomp and frill <laughs> yeah a lot of poppy pump and frill i like that uh dibs on that as a band name <laughs> that is a good band name i just randomly thought of this but um shout out to our wedding episode I've had so many people tell me that that's like the only episode they've ever listened to, but they said the topic was too intriguing not to listen to. Or some Wait, people have told people me that have literally dug into episode like seventy of your podcast. Yeah, like they saw me. Uh, first of all, it was like one twenty. Um, no big deal. Um, and uh, I, I grind like that. One hundred twenty episodes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are always on the grind. And uh, they said I don't ever listen. But I saw you post that, and I really wanted to check it out. It's also gotten us like ten or fifteen regular listeners because. So we got to come up with some some more highly toxic was the word I was going to say, but it's not toxic. Just opinionated, highly opinionated. Yeah, topics. I, like I have that. a potential thought that could get going on that. Yeah, I think there are certain jobs that reveal how good. I didn't say we had to do it right now. No, I'm going to do it right now. Okay, I think there are certain jobs. <laughs> That reveal how good the economy is currently doing. Okay. So if somebody goes, this economy is total crap. Everything's going on the crapper. I always go, I don't know. I still see dog grooming businesses are afloat. So the economy must be doing must, well. Must be doing because right. let me tell you, I don't think there was a lot of dog groomers in the Great Depression. Mm. When the economy's in the tank and people are, don't have money, they're not getting the dog a haircut and a shampoo. That's 
That's true. So there, okay, can you think of other jobs where you're like, that's the canary in the coal mine. As long as that job's still still trucking along, we're going to be fine. We're, we've got, we're clear sailing. Yeah. Wow. Putting us on the spot. Oh, I got one. Life coaches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if life coaches are in business, the economy's doing just fine. How about- I would venture a guess. That between the years 1930 and 1940, there was exactly zero life coaches in the United States None. at that time. None. Nobody was spending money on that. Absolutely. How about therapists? If uh, therapists are humming, yeah, rich people would still see a therapist. Yeah. Probably. That's more of a. That's more of a mental health service. A deal like where therapists are like. If you just put a high dollar amount on it, people pay for it. Like, True. Do you remember the sweets that they made for the Toronto um, Maple Leafs? They yeah. advertised them for $30,000 a yep. game, and no one bought them. And then someone in their marketing department says, let's change nothing and advertise them for 200000 a game. And then they were booked. It was a status symbol, huh? Just, yeah. You just pay Amazing. money for it. Amazing. Hey. That's a therapist. You should start charging 20 bucks an episode for people to download this. <laughs> yeah. Why not, right? Make it an exclusive thing. Yeah. And be, and only allow like 10 downloads as an episode. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> well, that's 200 Let's bucks do 15. an episode. Let's do 15. Yeah. I thought of this because I saw someone in social media in my... They recently changed jobs. Well... Their spouse has a well-paying job, so they have the freedom to leave their job and just and they became a life coach. And I was like, "Yeah, that's one of those jobs that tells me the economy's humming along just fine." Well, every for every yeah. life coach that there's out there, you know that there's um, someone wearing the other half of that wedding ring that's just making five hundred grand a year. <laughs> that's, yep. that's all that means. Hundred <laughs> percent. You are not wrong about that. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, I'm really hung up on this. I really want to think of a good job. But I can't. Mini golf course landscaper. Ooh, you could say like uh, golf pros. But then yeah. you get rich people. There will be always be rich people. What do you, okay. What do you guys think of golf culture? I actually have something written down. It, I, it bothers me. With a golf opinion. It bothers me. What uh, would no, be specific? I can understand it. I just, it, I, I like to golf, but I golf like six times a summer. And I'm not good enough to get into it greater than that. I just do scrambles. And I could totally see how someone could get addicted to it, but I just know that I'm not able to get addicted to it. So yeah. I just, there's nothing it wrong. It is what it is for me. There's Actually, nothing wrong with enjoying golf. It's like the golf bros. Like, it's like a frat boy type thing. Like, I have some people on social media that I'm, I know them loosely. They post so many pics from their golf outings, and it just it it's annoying to me. But also, like, like go that. to work. But then again, you probably have a job that pays you six figures, and you can just go golf at ten a.m. anytime you want. And, and then I also see the videos on social media where like people are out golfing and they're completely hammered, and they like come flying into a tee box yeah. on a golf cart and like fly over a, a hill and into or a run bush into their friend and i go this this looks no fun to me at all this looks so stupid i don't want to be a part of this i follow a lot of golf pages on social media that are awesome because the people are super chill and laid back and they like are self-deprecating about their game and how they hit bad shots and stuff that's good but there is some there are some real tools i will out there. say uh even though even over hitting hitting a baseball clean um and far 
There is nothing like piping a drive down the fairway, though. I've never on experienced it. On a beautiful 90-degree day where oh, yeah. you have a cold bush light in the Or in, a nice the golf flush, cart, like, four-iron shot. It's quiet, and the birds are chirping, Ooh. and... Yeah, that perfect long iron shot. Like it feels glorious. I think the last time, well, Woo! the second, not the last time, but the Getting time before that. Over here. It's pure. Mm. Not the last time, but the time before that that I went golfing. It was a bachelor party, and like so many people got drunk, and it was a terrible experience. Because if I'm going to do an athletic endeavor, endeavor, I'm going to try. And it was like everybody was so hammered that I was like, "This is stupid. Let's just leave the golf course and just go inside where you guys can drink." Because I'm like babysitting people in golf carts and right. you're like, is somebody going to run into a tree, mm-hmm. run into the back of my golf cart and laugh? And I'm like, I'd rather just be golfing alone. I actually w- did golf back in the day a little bit and I always preferred alone. Always. I love to golf. I don't go anywhere near as much as I should. I go like Tom, like five, six times a year. I wish it was like 20. Do you like to golf alone? I love to do it. I don't mind it. I'd rather be with people. So during COVID, I golfed alone. I probably went once a week. I'd go. We were working from home, and it was all over the phone and everything. I'd go at like 6.30 every Wednesday morning by myself, and that was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun. I like golfing alone because you don't feel rushed. It doesn't matter if you hit a bad shot. People aren't waiting on you because it took you four shots to their two. Mm -hmm. You know what we should do every Wednesday morning at 6.30? Pod. You like to you want to do the morning morning pod. coffee pod? We tried it. it. I didn't like it. I loved it. I wasn't firing on all cylinders. Cool. I, we should try again. I have a tangential golf thought. All sports should involve clapping and cheering. Every sport. I want to see you hit that putt with the crowd going nuts. These while golfers, you're putting it or after? Yes. No, while you're putting. Like uh, golfers, golfers, and tennis players are pampered. You you try to perform your sport under pressure with the crowd chanting and yelling and clapping what's this it's got to be quiet no come on be an athlete be a competitor i actually hit that drive with the crowd going nuts i actually was talking about this the other day uh with some buddies something kind of similar i was really annoyed during the u.s open with the course they were playing at the course they were playing at had so many ridiculous rules i thought it was so hoity-toity like half the fans too right yeah can we get and it was like and I was just like, live, live golf does it great. They got music pumping while they're playing. The guys can wear shorts. They don't have to be tucked in. That's just, that's something I hate. Who wants to tuck their shirt in? To Plus, go you got do all the sport? blood money. That's cool. Yeah, like Sarcasm. farmers who tuck their shirt in to go out and work and golf and like tucking hey, your shirt in hey, to go play a sport. Hey, is- farmers who tuck their shirts in built this country. So watch your mouth. I think it's dumb. Let's get comfy. Let's. I just want to see. I think they should have one golf tournament a year. Where the crowd is allowed to go nuts all the time. They do. Oh, yeah. It's the waste management open in Phoenix, and it's bonkers. The People, crowd can be loud. Oh, they scream. Oh, they yeah. go nuts. They like chuck beers down on the course. Well, that's out of hand. A golfer, golfers will like go over and grab the beers and slam them after someone throws but them like, down there. Is the crowd like going nuts when they're trying to putt? Yeah, yes. and like the yes. golfers like pump them up, and okay. they say it's like their favorite tournament every year. Yeah, every golf tournament should be this. Yeah, or at least half. I would say though that there's like a there's kind of like an unwritten rule to waste management is like that there's no the thing that sucks with golf and why it's gotten to where everyone has to just be quiet is because people get quiet and it's it's not the fact that there is noise or there isn't noise it's the change in noise for the golfer that screws them up it's like if well, be an athlete if there's constant chatter it's fine like if everyone's constantly loud that's fine. But what you get is 
someone screaming mashed potatoes while you're trying to swing at the top of your But if everybody was cheering, you wouldn't hear that guy. That's what I'm saying. It's like a gymnasium that goes quiet during free throws. Hit your shot. Perform. Be an athlete. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like it goes quiet and then people shoot. But in golf, it's just there's so many more movements you're trying to perfect at once. The ball isn't moving. It's not harder than baseball. Honestly, now that you think about Eh. it, I kind of like the quiet because I feel like it's more pressure on the person. How old was Jack Nicholas or Jack Nichols Nicholas? When he won his last major. Like I think 50? it was 46. Yeah. How many 46-year-old right. baseball players are at the top of their game? Jamie Moyer. I, I was watching Happy Gilmore the other day, and he gets the crowd going, and I'm like, that's what golf should be. Yeah. yeah. That's I what just, golf should be. He got hit by a Volkswagen and kept playing. Yeah. It's pretty phenomenal. But yeah. a lot of rich old white dudes fund all these fancy courses, and they don't want that in money talks. Well, your private golf courses should have their own rules. I just want to see the guys that are getting paid millions – should be fun and it should be loud and it should be a and, and untuck your shirt for crying let's, out loud let's not let's not direct all of our attention at golf because tennis needs to be the same way but tennis should be loud but, but uh, 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 golf tennis uh. geez i feel like i'm at one of adam's bonfires <laughs> played a lot of tennis there i just feel like tennis should be loud you're in an arena. You're in did, an arena. Did you have a thought you were saying about I, tennis? I, I just got involved mm. with the... Uh, uh. <laughs> um, oh. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Would you rather have to sit in bad traffic every day or someone fart in your face every day? Bad traffic. Well, how long is the bad traffic? Uh, just say it turns your 20-minute commute into an hour commute. Oh. 40 minutes both ways? Yeah. So I'm losing literally an hour and an hour and twenty minutes mm-hmm. of every day. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I have to endure one fart. One fart in your face every day. I'll take the fart. Same. Oh, the fart is. I'll take the fart. It's for so sure. degrading and humiliating. I might. You be, don't have to breathe through your nose. I'm sorry, but I might be being a prisoner. I don't think my wife and kids could respect me if I let someone fart in my face every right, day. You'd rather lose five percent of your life intentionally. Do you know how awesome it would be to be alone in a car? For forty minutes both ways, no. <laughs> listening to a podcast or something like I just ex- just just enjoying the quiet and non farts in my face. I just face. experienced it. I drove one of our kids to the airport in Houston or in San Antonio, and then back to Laredo, and I hated every second of it. There's oh. so much traffic. Sometimes I just go drive for forty minutes to be alone. I you're asking me if I would take that instead of a fart in I my was face? Sitting there, white knuckle driving, terrible drivers, wanted to get where I wanted to go, and I was But you can't patience. stand to be alone with yourself. That's your problem. I like listening to podcasts. You need people. Yeah, I guess podcasts are like people. Yeah, it's people talking. I, you I guys want to know something I, I did? My, the, when, I, when I was living here and teaching at a different school, I had a 30-minute drive every morning door-to-door, and it was awesome. I would just crush a smoothie and listen to a pod every morning and every way on that way back. Fantastic. I love smoothies. Tom, do you read? Some. Can you? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I am able to. <laughs> okay. I just finished. I, on this, Tom is literate. We've established yeah, on his this, literacy. On this trip that I went on, I finished a book while in the van that I started in 2020. <laughs> Did you get a personal pan pizza for it? Three years it I, took me to finish it. I will it. say that I have an intention to read that outmatches my actual follow-through with reading. 100% same But you're here. optimistic about your future behavior. Every time. <laughs> 
I, what book did once you finish? I bought like six Boxcar books. Children number three, Yellow House Mystery. <laughs> it was called Never Settle, and it was like the biography of Marty Smith, who's a famous sportscaster for ESPN. Good old Southern boy. I who, love him. Who He's awesome. It, who was it ghost written by? What do you mean? <laughs> did Marty Smith write it? Oh, he wrote book? it, yeah. Are you, are you sure? Wait, so is that, did I say it wrong? Biography? No. Autobiography. Was it his life story or is it just like a self help story from wrote? his like career about yeah, him that a- he wrote? Man, it was so good. Uh, yeah, I need to read more. All I like to read is like biographies about people's lives that mm-hmm. interest me. Yeah, I enjoy biographies. They're so good. The older I get, the more I enjoy them. Yeah, it's great. I need to read more. Plus, scientifically proven, if you read what like one book a month or something, you'll like be smarter to say. <laughs> ah, Dave Ramsey always talks about something like that. I, I can tell uh, it really stuck with you when you heard it. <laughs> oh, man. I'd take the fart for sure. I'd Thanks for fart. circling back on that. Yeah. You got any other thoughts, Berg, before I um, talk about... Do you guys drink the milk at the end of your cereal? No. No, me neither. No. Nope. Never have. It's no. just to get it soggy. It's yeah, just a texture thing. I've Gosh. been told by many people that I'm, that I'm wrong Ooh. for not drinking the milk. Oh, no. You don't the milk's kind of warm by the end of it. Yeah, Those people just, probably wear socks to bed. I think you're right. It's got weird. It's a weird, warm, fruity taste, and some sometimes. I mean, if you're drinking, if you're eating a fruity cereal, but like, just always, it's just not quite. right. I will eat a bowl of cereal and get myself a separate glass of cold milk. Hundred percent agree. Yes. Yikes! I don't like milk. Really? Don't like it plain. No, he never has. Yucky. That's weird. That. What'd you drink at school? Water. I got goosebumps just thinking about the taste of plain white milk. You raise cows. <laughs> Yucky. Why don't you like plain white milk? I've had I have I've had it's two It's so delicious. I had a drink of plain white milk. Have you ever told you the babysitter story? Who forced me to drink milk? I don't think so. I told her, I said I hate plain white milk. It makes me vomit. It's disgusting. I she told called, this, she called your bluff? Told this to my babysitter. I said, if you make me drink this milk, I'm gonna throw up my macaroni and hot dogs everywhere. Oh, that's not a good thing she to did, puke. She yelled at me. Told me to drink the milk. I drank it, threw my food up everywhere, and then she made me clean it. Tom, get me a bottle of water, please. She made me clean it up. My own puke. I was like seven. I said, I told you what was going to happen. <sighs> Frustrating. So did you throw up a lot as an infant when you were... I don't think so. Uh, I don't know why I don't like it, but I just, so I tried it again like two years ago as an adult. I was like, all right, it's time to retry plain white milk. Surely I'll think it's okay now. Tasted it. Horror. What about chocolate milk? Love chocolate milk. It's just white. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, I've never liked white things, so it's all good. I Such feel, a racist. I feel like uh, when I was a I kid. I love black had- women so much. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying about as a kid? <laughs> Are place, you place, guys place. ready for me to tell you about these food experiences that I had on this trip? Boom! <laughs> I tried so many new awesome fast food places, and I, I can officially update my burger rankings. I've tried two this, more national burger chains I haven't had before. This is this the first time you've done it publicly? A burger, my burger ranking. Yeah. Are you breaking news on the pod? Uh, honestly, I don't know if I've listed my top five before, so this could be the first time. Okay, I'm excited. But I'll get to it. But I just I want to break down some amazing foods that we had while on this trip. Um, have either of you ever been to Texas, first of all? Ever been to the South? I, I think to, I've only passed through. I went to Houston for NASA camp. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You went to space camp? Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. My our high school <laughs> physics class um, went to do oh. to a Jets competition, and we oh. sat at a Jets competition and ended up getting like first in the country. Yeah. Is this the famous NASA trip that yes. our kids always went on? Uh, no. Where like you have to solve engineering problems. Yes. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Sounds fun. Yeah. We went to that. Yeah. We were like Tom and Derek and them were like the three friends from the movie October Sky. Just featuring Jake. Just Gyllenhaal. little redneck kids who are smarter than everyone. Was Jake Gyllenhaal or Toby Maguire in October? Jake Gyllenhaal. Sky? I think okay. it was Jake. Yeah. Yep. So I just got to say this: the state of Texas is wonderful, in my opinion. The food is just incredible. The barbecue. The bar. I mean, everything about it is it's cheaper than here. First of all, is and, Texas and barbecue like say, better than Kansas City barbecue? And like they say, everything is bigger in Texas. Oof. I've had way more what Kansas the, City. I've only the, had Texas barbecue once. What are the barbecue hotbeds? Texas, Kansas City, Memphis, North Memphis, Carolina. and Carolina. Oh, and yep. Carolina. Okay, yep. those are kind of like the big four. Yeah, Car- Carolina is my favorite. Carolina's good. Carolina's more like vinegary, yes. uh, tangy. I, I always yeah. hear New Hampshire barbecue is an unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. So We got the barbecue up here in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> we went to this place. So we went. Uh, uh, we left at 8 p.m. on a Friday. And so we, it was around breakfast time Saturday. We're in Texas. We go to stop at a McDonald's for breakfast. McDonald's Why? has 8,000 people in it. So we say, screw this. Let's go to this other place we've been seeing signs for. It's called Brahms. Ever heard of it? No. Unbelievable. This was like this was like a godsend. You got to go to Brahms. Cheapest, most amazing fast food breakfast I've ever had. The food was incredible. The breakfast burrito, best fast food breakfast burrito I've ever had in my life. They, for I, real, it, knocked Son- it knocked Sonic. Sonic was number one. I didn't think Sonic breakfast burrito could get beat. This was amazing. Wes Bungus and I were just talking about you the other day at the baseball field. But it actually is about the number how one. Everything you eat is the greatest thing you have ever eaten in your life. This actually was. You are a prisoner of the moment. Is it knocks Sonic off as my number one fast food breakfast burrito? Who When's knows? When's the last time you've had a Sonic breakfast burrito? Ooh, uh, seven years ago. <laughs> you don't even remember what it tastes like. It was good. I remember being good. But this place was so cheap. We had 20 people eat for $100 even. You are the boy who cried wolf, and it's finally catching up to you. I don't know if I can believe any of your food takes. because What? E- because everything is the greatest thing, which means nothing's the greatest. That's if not true. the best, I don't say something the is the greatest, but this was the everything's best Everything's on your Mount Rushmore. I can't remember the last time you're like, I had some food and it was mid. Because I don't eat bad food. But Ped, there was there's this guy that always is uh, that I know that's always complimenting like all of the kids about how good they are at stuff. Like not just my kids, but every kid. And so when he's like, "Oh, your son or your daughter, like they're so great," I'm just like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." You're talking about me? No, not you. Because some of your kids are pretty terrible. Are you? A- are you? <laughs> are you adding me right now? <laughs> Is this at me? Not you. Okay. Not you. Person I person This is I, good to know. Maybe I person should, I work with. Maybe I need to really hold back when I think something is amazing. You need to be honest. Well, I but think, I love the food I, so much. I know, but I think you need to have a little bit more discrepancy because yeah, it like, is a lot of like everything's say, on your Mount Rushmore. Dang, that was good. Discernment. Yeah. It's a lot of hyperbole. There should I just go. say yeah. dang that was good. Not that was the best thing ever. Yeah, it'd just be like, it was adequate. I just wonder sometimes if you're really excited I about the food that. that you ate or if you're just excited to be on a trip. Ooh. Yeah, maybe it's just the newness of the food. Yeah. 
Tom's taking me to therapy town here. <laughs> yeah. I like this. It's kind of so, like when the new girl moves to school. And you're now you're hot too. Yeah. <laughs> now you're hotter too. That's my favorite moment of any of our episodes ever was Tom piping in that random sudden, thought of hey, I just got there. And now you get a little hotter too. Yeah. And just the way you said it. That and the first time we talked about trumpets, Adam goes, Dizzy Gillespie over here. That was like my favorite line ever. <sighs> so no, Brahms. Okay, Brahms. I highly recommend it if in, you see it. The next and time I'm in they have San world- Antonio. I will go. Apparently, they have world famous ice cream. I didn't get the ice cream. It's not world famous because I've never heard of it. Well, that's just what they're saying. World sign famous said. would mean like random people know about it. I think that sign is bait and switch. Yeah, you're Tom, not wrong. I, Tom, do I have a case? Tell me. Lawyer, Tom, do I have a case? It'll get past summary judgment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This Our is, next. This is, reminds me of the my favorite Lionel Hutz joke from The Simpsons when Homer got kicked out of an all you can eat buffet because he ate too much. And Lionel Hutz goes, this is the most open and shut case of bait and switch since my trial or since my case against the never ending story. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our next food stop on this venture down to Laredo, Texas was where is Laredo? Is it on the border of Mexico? Yep. It's as far South Texas as you can go. I thought that was Corpus Christi. I played ultimate Frisbee like a hundred Frisbee. You overthrew the Frisbee and it landed in Mexico. Almost. We were playing Ultimate Frisbee 100 feet from the Rio Grande one night, and there's just border patrol everywhere. It's wild. It's really cool. On the other side was Mexico. And Rio Grande is Spanish for high-speed internet, right? Is that is that correct? <laughs> yeah. I think that's a direct translation. I think it means river large, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think so. I think it's high-speed internet. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. Right. Um, so the next food venture that we had, In-N-Out Burger. Okay. I've been wanting to go there for many, many years. Pretty good. I tell you what, lived up to the hype in my book. It's Mount Rushmore. I I texted a friend who's had it many times, who's from California, and he told me what to get. Was it good? The animal style is like the sauce you get on. Have you had it before? Yes, I've been to Los Angeles. Boy, did I like it. It was tasty. And I love how it's like smash burgers piled up. So you get like triple. Do you want to know my take on it? I did triple, triple animal style. What's your take? It's fine. It was good. It was fine. Yeah, but I'm a super taster. Food means more to me. I know, but <laughs> I'm just doing what you should be doing. It's like it's it was good. It was very oh, good. It was very good. Yeah, and everybody talks about the secret menu when it's like everybody orders it animal style. Yeah, it's there's not, no secret. It's not about secret. It. It's just what it is. You know what yeah. I you know what I noticed about In and Out Burgers? Maybe the most pleasant fast food employees i've ever encountered well did right you, up there with chick-fil-a did you pay attention to the the markings on the paper products and stuff what do you mean when we were there in la we were we noticed i think we got either we got to like the bottom of a fry thing or like we flipped something over and there was a cross on it really almost like they're like a chick-fil-a type i, I could be what, wrong about the, that but i remember we were like interesting we had a group of 20 people and it was packed and they like could not have been more accommodating and nice to us. Just What's weird though people. is that you got that in Texas because Texas is famous for Whataburger. Yeah. That's Texas's thing. And like oh, yeah. in and outs usually California. Right. Yeah. And it's over in Vegas now. And stuff yep. Too. Well, it's just like Culver's. It, it started out in Wisconsin and it's creeping. Mm-hmm. Casey's general stores have also sort of branched out. Yeah. They're everywhere now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Whataburger, we went there. Did you? And it was awesome. So what's better? But I liked In and Out more, and who had better fries? And oh man, I liked. Okay, so I had In and Out fries, animal style. It had the sauce all over them. So what does animal style mean? It's just ketchup and mayonnaise. It's like a big. Oh. 
kind of like nice. Big Mac style sauce slathered okay. all over everything. Whataburger fries were real good. What stood out about Whataburger is the burgers are massive. Oh, really? Yeah. The, I mean, huge burgers. And it was really cheap. In-N-Out was more expensive. Whataburger was like eight bucks for a giant burger and a bunch of fries. It was awesome. Uh, I, it was no complaints. Fantastic. Um, it, those those will be reflected in my rankings when we get to them. Ate at a place called Taco Palenka. I thought it was going to be like Taco Bell. It's this chain all over the place. It's like a, a Lawa's chain almost. Hmm. They got people in the back frying stuff up on the... Most restaurants do have people in the back frying stuff up. No, like on the griddle. Like they're actually making it homemade. Homemade tortillas. Oh, a restaurant that makes their own food. Stop the presses. Homemade tortilla. It wasn't like Taco Bell, Ryan, which is what I thought it was going to be. It was like homemade. <laughs> homemade tortillas. And they had a salsa bar. A big old thing of homemade chips and then like eight different kinds of salsa. And you could get that and eat it before your meal. I feel bad that Tom and I are not matching your energy. You were like, uh, I don't care. Salsa bar. And it's Tom so- and I looked at each other. We're like, uh-huh. You don't think that's awesome? <laughs> yeah, salsa. Homemade chips in the salsa bar were so good. It's a cool idea. I don't know that I'm stoked for it. I was. I, I, I just like salsa. I don't need different I types. saw that and I was like, I, I can get Mexican two things food. up here and still get full because I'll get a bunch of chips and salsa. Boom. I think all salsa tastes pretty much the same. It's just, yeah. Well, what? It's just. <laughs> that's the, just the not right. Of, the amount of pepper and. Yeah. Cilantro. I make a cucumber salsa that's bomb that tastes nothing like my canned salsa. <laughs> I don't mess with cucumber salsa. Ooh, you might like. I mine. stick to tomato base. <laughs> you might. Well, it's to, it's only got a little chunk of cucumber in it, so it gets that faint cucumber taste. It's really good. Cucumber is the faintest of all tastes. It can't be any more faint. <laughs> it's like the Lacroix of foods. Yeah, cucumber always tastes like it's water that had a cucumber sitting in it for five minutes. Huh. Anyway, um, so like the Texas, so like our version of Casey's down there, there's this gas station chain called Stripes. Now they're all like Valeros. They serve like homemade taco, like what we would have for pizza and Casey's. They have these Stripes gas stations and tacos. They have barbacoa tacos. You know what barbacoa is? Flour or corn? Corn. So barbacoa is alligator? It's like a pot roast beef almost. Taco. You had, let me get this straight. You had gas station pot roast tacos. So I, sounds, I only did. Sounds sketchy at best. I, I literally got a McRib from Sparky's today. So and was it legendary? It was amazing. Yeah. So there's a. Do you remember when I did that golf pot? Where, where is it on your on your rib rankings? <laughs> it's slightly, slightly, just so slightly beneath the rib that was taken from Adam to create Eve. <laughs> Right above the one from Alta High School. Yeah. A.W. Tozer over here getting <laughs> theological. Um, the, I had this by myself. I actually stopped and got this by myself on the way back from the San Antonio airport because the guys that do that golf podcast at Spirit Lake, sure, one of them is from uh, South Texas, lived there for like 15 years before moving to Iowa. And he said, you got to try that while you're there. And so no one else wanted to do it. So I did it on my own. Not bad. Where's Amarillo? Amarillo by morning. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. But where is that town? Up from San Antonio. It's north of San Antonio, apparently. <laughs> Up from San Adam Antonio. only learns geography from country music songs. <laughs> All of his geography knowledge is from country music songs. <laughs> um, okay. 
Have Adam, you got- Adam knows that Baton Rouge is south because in the song Colin Baton Rouge, Garth Brooks is going to send my love down to Baton Rouge. So he's like, <laughs> I know it's south because he sends his love down to Baton Rouge. Somewhere south. Yeah. Have you guys heard of Bucky's? Uh-uh. Yeah, um, I th- it's B-U-C-C-E-E-S or yeah. something. So it's like this super it's, famous. It's like a sp- spaghetti slash tired lube place, right? It's yeah. kind of all together. It's like the super famous <laughs> that plus also gas station. Yeah. They have like 150 gas pumps. So so I've been hearing people talk about this gas station for like the past year. They're getting like super popular. We went. They're, who, they're who all are you over hanging Texas. out with? Are your friends talking about Texas no, gas stations, Tom? They're all the rage Can on my podcast. Can you put the microphone oh, within oh. six feet of your face? Whoops. <laughs> I hear people talking about them on my podcast, and so they're on all, your podcast. They're on the ones I listen to. I was gonna say, they're who all, on your podcast is talking about? I'm on every episode, and we don't talk about it. They're all over Texas, and supposedly the largest one is in New Braunfels, Texas, and we stopped at it on the way home. Every so there was twenty people on this trip. Nineteen of them hated it. One loved it, and that the was one? and that was me. Okay, I loved it so much. So many people, though. I mean, it is shoulder to shoulder in there. Constant people, hundreds of people in there. Um, I'll take Casey's. But the fountain pop section was unbelievable. The snack section was they had all they had their own homemade jerky section with like twenty different flavors of jerky they're making. There's a guy in the back just making jerky, literally. Like a jerky like section, like you'd see like a deli, and it's just jerky. It was wow. It was crazy. They had a bakery there. Was it all just beef, or was it? You're just describing a Walmart super center at this point, (laughs) dude. It was so awesome. Then they had this hot food section in the middle, this huge circle, all sorts of different brisket, pulled chicken, pulled pork sandwiches, a cold meat sandwich section. I have never pulled on a chicken in my life. That I got an unbelievable Italian. I got an Italian sandwich and a. Supposedly, the chopped brisket sandwich is like famous, so I got that. Let me say, it was mint. Nothing special about it, but it, it was, was good. Oh, I thought you said mint. No, it was mint. Did you just say something wasn't that good? It was mint. It was hey. just like I was expecting more from it. It was good, but it. not like not life changing. The Italian sandwich or the brisket? The sandwich? brisket. Why? I don't know. Like the brisket, the brisket just wasn't the brisket well. that you made when we hung out at Allen's and had that lobster feed thing or whatever it was a couple yeah. years ago. I liked that more. That was man. You just said something that was going to trigger something in my mind. You said. You went to Bucky's. I spent two hundred dollars at Bucky's. I know. What were some of the things you talked about? Jerky, was jerky, oh, oh, oh. hot sandwiches. I have a soda fountain story. They had real, real sugar Coca-Cola I, cane thing. Down I went there. to the so Coca-Cola good. Museum in Atlanta. Yes, and at the very end of it, they have a giant room where it's all the Coke products of the world, and there's these different pillars, right? And each pillar has four sides of fountain drinks. Okay. Yes. And you go to like the Asia pillar and it's all the soft drinks that Coke sells in Asia. And then you go to the Africa one and there are some disgusting soda pops out there. <laughs> I was, you, try, you tried some? Yeah. So it's the whole room is just like help yourself. There's a million. There's like sleeves of there's like cup dispensers everywhere. And they tell you like just drink as much as you want. Try as many as you want. And there's like a Latino old, little old Latino lady driving a Zamboni around that just cleans the floor because it's probably sticky because of all the pop that gets spilled. <laughs> and she her old job is she just drives the Zamboni around cleaning the floor. And I went to the I think it was the European one. And I drank this soda from Italy or whatever. And I'm standing next and I this guy next to me sees me take a sip and he can see the look on my face that I'm confused. And he goes, tastes like aspirin, don't it? And I go, that's it. That's the flavor. It tastes like aspirin. 
Why would they serve that? I don't know. But you know how pe- pe- other cultures have different flavors they like. Ugh. The United States one had like Fruitopia and Surge. And like <laughs> we had a, we had a lot of fun though. And but like, it was a Coke thing? Yeah, because Coca-Cola makes Fruitopia and makes Surge. But it didn't have Coke? No, it did. Oh, I was going to say. It did, but also like I think Coke tastes slightly different in a lot of parts of the world depending on what they flavor it with. Coke is so good for but me. See, that's what the I Coke thought you were. The Coke was like really cool at the end. But that's what I thought you were describing is that like the standard flavor of Coke no, in Europe is different. It was every soft drink that Coke sells in all corners of the world. Gotcha. So you go to like Africa and you're like, here's their lemon lime soda they sell in Africa. And you try it, and it's interesting stuff. Dang! But it's a fun room. You just like that sounds so fun to me. And like you just take little Dixie shot glasses and as many as you want, and just try every every soda in the world. Man, that sounds wow. so awesome. The Coke Museum is really cool. I highly recommend. When you're in the waiting room to go in, there's a bartender, and he just gives you whatever you want, Coke wise, while you're waiting to go in. He's like, "You want a Coke? You want a Coke Zero? You want Diet Coke? Whatever you want." Roy Rogers, the greatest Coke, Coca Grenadine, Coke and Grenadine, yep. Cherry Coke. The real cherry Coke. Oh, it's oh, the yeah. best. I still have like six glass Coke bottles from like nineteen, what? nineteen like fifty something. That my where'd you come up with those? My parents gave we got them as a gift. Is that worth? your retirement? Uh, like, are they worth money? I have no idea. Let's crack them up and drink them. <laughs> Maybe like if Jimmy Hoffa owned them. Yeah, they sit. They're in my attic. We need to get your garage door, Your side door to your garage is always open. I'm just going to go in there and take yeah. those cokes. You someday. can take whatever. We need to get a historic, <laughs> uh, a history appraiser on the podcast, and let's appraise them live. We should do an episode I of the will, well, Pawn Stars, and and literally, I'll I'll go in and I'll they'll be like, these are worth a million and a half dollars, and they'll be like, I'll give you seventy five cents. I think we need best to, I can do. Buck fifty. <laughs> I think we need to do an episode of the pod where it's like Antiques Roadshow. We all bring something valuable, and then yes, we just assess the value of it. Oh, I'll we, find something at the we farm get for sure. Horrible arguments about it. Should oh, yeah. we bring things that are actually valuable? Because I have a few old things that are actually valuable. Uh, the best thing about Bucky's, their clothing. What? It, okay, this is a Walmart you're describing. They had a clothing section. I bought three shirts, so I spent two hundred dollars at Bucky's. Between you spent two hundred dollars at a gas station. Yeah, I bought three shirts. Bought every every single snack I saw that looked good. I just bought it. I is wanted this to like try a, is everything. This, is this equivalent to like a flying J? Oh, it's so much bigger. Okay, um, but their shirt most most perfectly like the length of the sleeve and the length of I'm the shirt on your stomach. It just was the perfect shirt fit. I bought two t shirts and I'm so happy with them. Hmm. They just both fit so perfectly. You buy, you are you're loving some gas station clothing. Yep. What did you guys exactly do while you were down there? Uh, we led a vacation Bible school for a bunch of uh, kids there. And then we went to some different like ministry places and helped them. Like We went to a pregnancy center and sorted just an unbelievable amount of clothes that had been dropped off and got overwhelming for them. Helped them organize clothes and they package them up and give them to young expecting mothers and stuff. And then we helped make pillowcases for this like foster home. Where this church we partnered with makes pillowcases and they give them to them. They fill them full of like supplies and stuff. That's what we did. There you go. Yes, sir. It was hot. So hot. It was very hot. Have I mentioned it was hot? Recommend going on a mission trip. They're fruitful. So is Bucky's. <laughs> Great way to wrap that segment up. <laughs> I just want to mention something quick about where we were. 
So they only had to put the water lines like two feet underground. Two feet under because it never freezes. Because it never freezes. So the water. But you're not even below rattlesnake line at a level at no, that point. So it's so hot where we are that the like, water boils. Like when you shower, you get 15 seconds of cold and then you can have it turned all the way as cold as possible and it's hot water still. I was not a fan of that. I you, wanted you like cold. cold? Sh- I you love like- cold showers, especially when it's super hot. What? Love cold showers. Tommy, do you like cold showers? I have a cold shower every morning. Tom got me on cold showers. You, wait, do you, is is it cold the whole time? Or yes, you guys are psychos, dude. It's it's healthy. It's no, like really it's, good no, for it's you. Not. Oh yes, it is. There There's is science behind it, buddy. No, you need to get a cold tub, Burke. I also have a cold plunge. Wait for real. Mm-hmm. I want to come use it. What's a okay. cold plunge? I've been wanting to buy one. It's just a like. You can get the really nice ones that are just always cold because they got a little aerator thingy yeah. in them or whatever. But mine is just a giant plastic thing that you does it cool itself or do you buy ice? What are the he- what are the health benefits? What does this do for you? I'll, Length- I'll look up- lengthens your telomeres. Look it up. Uh, my telomeres are huge. I don't need any help <laughs> with that. I don't need any help with that department. How the, dare you? The longest telomeres. <laughs> what what is a telomere? I don't know. <laughs> there, there you have it. Yeah. You've all been told no, that I've it's read good about, for you. No, I've read about it, and it is. We'll look no, it up. Bert, I say I don't know because you want me to have like a 30-minute conversation <laughs> on the pod about telomeres. I just want to – it's a word I've never even heard. We'll look it up what, afterwards, but it, it's Is it muscle fiber? Is it a ligament? Like I don't even know what it is. Can you just tell me one thing about that it is? What's a telomere? I don't know. It's, yeah, part of your makeup. I don't know. Muscle fiber. No, whatever. see, sure. I think this cold shower, cold plunge is healthy for you. It's kind of like they interview a lady on the news because she's wrong. 105 and they go, What's your secret? And she goes, I have three Dr. Peppers a day and I smoke a cigarette every day at two. And it's like, we just sort of extrapolate from that that that's what you need to no, do to be healthy. They're actually healthy. Some dude lived to be a long time. He's like, took cold shower every morning and someone was like, just ran with it. There's there's studies showing well, about how healthy. They I guess are. I would I would boil it down to this. Boil um, it or freeze it down because I think boiling's bad, right? I, I will it I is. will use the the turn of phrase bo- <laughs> boiling it down to this that uh, when I do those things I feel better throughout the day. Now I've heard that from many people that when I take I, cold shower that, I, I don't care electric. if I honestly if I died five years sooner because of it I'd probably still do it because I feel better. That makes sense. I, I have heard that you elite. should. I've heard people say like, take your shower and then like before you get out, just throw it all the way to cold and get some. I've tried it. I it's, do the whole it's thing. It's just not enjoyable. I for do me. the whole thing and for I suffer me, through a minute getting used to it, and then it's good. For, you, for me, the best part about it is like starting it ice cold when it like you get out of a warm bed and, you, and like the first thing you do in a day is like have to jump a very high hurdle. The hardest part of your day is over. That's a good point. It's probably a nice little mental my, my opinion. mental yeah. battle. It's like yeah. making your bed when you get up. Absolutely. You just do something you don't want to do. You accomplish something quick. Yep. You know? Brushing I like your- to start my day just hitting that snooze button. <laughs> just give my- I've already failed. I, I, I like starting my day by giving myself a little treat. <laughs> there's, there's your opening line right there yeah. for the, the hook. The yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to start my I, day off as, with failure. As soon as I open my eyes, I go, you know what? You've earned it. <laughs> <laughs> Back to bed you go. Boop. Um, you know what's not good? Brushing your teeth with hot water. It's disgusting. 
Actually, I've heard that that's really healthy for you. It lengthens your telomeres. <laughs> lengthens your teeth amers. No, I, I I need to come up with some other word. It lengthens it lengthens your um delong delongators. That's well, what it does. Yeah, there you go. Uh, fridge is there. Tom's also, Google like what is a telomere? Right. Yeah. Now? All right. <laughs> I don't know the actual definition. All right, here we go. I just I've been around for thirty six years. And you've never heard that I've word? I've paid attention to, to, to life in general. I just can't believe I've never even heard of that word. A, co- a compound structure. No. <laughs> a compound structure at the end of a chromosome. At the end of oh, a chromosome. Oh, now it all makes sense. Oh, it makes your DNA longer. Telomeres, the specific DNA protein structures found at both ends of each chromosome, protect genome from nucleolytic degradation. De- Degradation, a necessary recombination, repair, and interchromosomal fusion. Telomeres therefore play a vital role in preserving the information in our genome. Yeah, I knew about like three words you just said. Here's yeah. here's what I'll say. So make sure rem- this is my final comment on the cold showers. So I used the right word. You did. Here's my f- my final comment on cold showers. Mm-hmm. If it'll get me to look like Tom, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to look like me. Lame. That's that's the only sales pitch I need. I don't need to hear about telomeres. Just just say you'll look like this guy if you do it, and I'm sold. Yeah, do it. Yeah, Tom. Tomorrow I'm you coming set over. Set your sights higher. <laughs> I'm coming over at five o'clock tomorrow. What, like Jordan? Trips. Yeah, Jordan. <laughs> I lost a wedding ring on a golf course, but I was golfing with my father-in-law, and I put the wedding ring in that little change pocket on your jeans. Oh, and yeah. then I screwed up. I put a T in there, and when I pulled a T out, my wedding ring came with it. Never found it, did you? Um, we went back the next day. We went to the golf clubhouse and said, did anybody find a ring? And they said, uh, this one. And there it was. Oh, wow. Wow. Somebody found it on a tee box. I That's lost, incredibly lucky. I lost my wedding ring a second time at my wife's throwing a snowball. I threw the snowball and it flew off because, you know, cold makes your hands mm-hmm. small or your fingers tight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was a wedding ring or just a different kind of ring, but they found it in the spring when everything melted. It was in the yard. I lost my first Unbelievable wedding. how they found them. That's yeah. crazy. I lost my first wedding ring. I'm not divorced. It's the same wife. Okay. Um, I lost my first wedding ring, though, planting. I was planting for my brother, and all the corn stalks, because we'd no-till, were piling up underneath the bean planter, and I had to go out and, like, sort them out. And yeah. I hadn't eaten in, like, three days, and so my fingers were also, like, really... Gaunt? Yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Slender. And... As I was wiping the stocks around, it was the way it went. Oh, it was gone. Never found it. Never found it Tough again. Break. I lost mine when I sold it back to my buddy's jewelry store after everything fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> That's where mine went. <laughs> That's a great joke. Um, oh, Pedley. I have a. That was funny. This is what everyone's been waiting I for. I love that you laugh through the tears. My. <laughs> My top five <laughs> burger rankings. Oh, this is happening right now? Yeah. I, got, I I went to... The only one I haven't been to now is Five Guys, like National Burger Chain. It's the only one I haven't been to. Zombie Burger? Been there. Okay. Good stuff. All right. Bebops? Number one, Steak and Shake. Still. Had it three times, and they've all been pretty recent. It's so good if done right. Oh you heard gosh. it here first, folks. Adam's number one burger is Steak and Shake. Yep. Number two... The Bops. Bebops. Bebops. Had it for the first time. What was that back in March? It feels like the Dang, first is it good. You had Bebops? Time. I've eaten Bebops. Yeah. Was it good? Number three, In-N-Out Burger. 
makes an appearance in the top five. It's getting up there. Do they have different kinds of burgers, or they just have a burger, and you can either get the animal sauce or not? They just have burgers. You can get like single, double, or triple patty, and then you can do animal style or not. Keep hmm. it simple. Okay. I think they might have had like chicken nuggets, too. I can't remember. Uh, number four for me used to be number three, Culver's. The butter burger? Culver's butter burgers. Just fantastic. Why do they call them butter burgers? They put butter in the meat? Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. Culver's. You know, now that I hear the name, it makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what Culver's has on every it. other fast food restaurant. It's is a it, thinker. Yeah. They still have the giant plastic cups for ketchup. They do. Clutch. And if you go there with my assistant coach, he puts an insane amount of pepper in his ketchup. Oh, you told me about that. It's an insane amount. The, pe- the ketchup's like black. And my number five, rounding it out, might be controversial. McDonald's. Burger King. The flame broiled. Burger King's BK flame Whop- broil Whopper is dynamite. Whop nasty. I love it so much. Dog. You. It's pretty I good. I love it so much. It's the Wendy's good. Baconator. You know what I really like? I like the Lawas burgers. They're Those very good. They're pretty good, too. They're very good. Never had. You never had a Lawas burger? No. Next time you go, hopefully I won't be too tired and I'll join you. Should we go tomorrow night? Potentially. Potentially. Yes. Okay. Um, so Bebop's and In N Out coming on here knocked out Wendy's and the Hardy's Frisco burger. The blogs are gonna be a buzz with this information yeah. yep. once this oh, pod yeah. drops. Wendy's you had Wendy's on there? Wendy's was on there, it got knocked out by In N Out and Bebop's. It's the only square burger. But Wendy's it's the is only good. fresh burger. What about checkers? True. You ever been to checkers? Uh uh-uh. uh. So you haven't had every fast That's, food chain. Uh, I didn't I don't know if I've ever heard of checkers. Have you ever been to Big Boy? No, I don't think I've ever heard of that either. Big okay. Boy, like in the upper north, I think it's like the oh northwest. Boy. I got more things to try. Big, Big boy, boy, Checkers, and Five Guy. Big Boy's pretty good. The nice thing about Five Guy is I've driven by one a hundred times and not stopped. I think Moines and Sioux Falls. I think Five Guy's expensive, and they I don't like their I don't think their fries yeah. are good. Right? Five Guy's very expensive. Yeah, I've heard very spendy. What about what about Wahlburger? Mark Wahlberg's place? Never been. Des Moines has one. Okay. What yep. about McDonald's? You. You need to go do some research. McDonald's is zero. It's last. DQ? On the burger list. Grill and chill? Dude, it's pretty good. I had a Dairy Queen burger last night. It's pretty dope. Arby's doesn't Real have burgers, good. do they? Nope. No, they don't. But their roast beef is mm, so where, good. Where, what's your top three fast food roast beef sandwiches? Well, I think I can only think of two. Arby's is number one. And then Hardee's. Hardee's has a roast beef? Hardee's oh, is yeah. probably number two. I don't even know a third. Yeah, I know. That's the joke. <laughs> Thanks for playing along. Please are, pull forward. <laughs> there are no others. <laughs> Classic. All right. Uh, 90s quick hitter. Have you guys ever heard of sound bites? Do you remember those? Yeah. They only played clips of a song. And yeah. you would, it was like this big. It was a sucker. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of something else. It was. Are you thinking of like actual sound bites people make? No, I'm thinking of there was a thing. It looked like a mini CD player. Yeah, and then it had like a cartridge that was almost like a Game oh, Boy color cartridge, that, yes. and it didn't even play the whole song. It played like most of the song, yep. if I remember correctly. And you would get like, I got an InSync Bye 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 cartridge. The sound bite thing. It was a sucker that was attached to like the stem. It was like a music machine. It was the stem looked like a like a. Motorized toothbrush type yeah, thing. And yeah. when you what's that called? And when you put it in your mouth and you suck on the sucker, it like vibrated and played music. And so it's supposed to be some like trippy experience while you put the sucker in your mouth. And your head went like What kind of music did they have? Music. On there? The song that was playing on it was some like dumb 
kids bop song. Oh, it wasn't like you'd put it in and listen to like Steppenwolf Magic Carpet Ride. You can maybe set it to that. I don't know. Hey, I do have I do have a um, addition to your acoustic thing. Oh, last week acoustic song. You guys missed an absolute. I was afraid we would banger. What is it? I'm ready. So think late '90s. Think Goo Goo Dolls. Iris. I said Iris. The song that made them famous. What? I won't tell him your name. Boom. Yep. You didn't have name on there. I didn't. Name by the Googs. That's what made him famous, too. I totally forgot about that song. Clutchpole, Tom would know that. Tom was a big acoustic well, guy. I love that song. Is, it, yeah. is that the song that made him famous? Hold on. You don't oh. have ad free? Creamy. At the level of life you're at, you don't have ad free? <laughs> yeah, come on, Tom. <laughs> Guys like me don't have ad free. What a song. Yes. Absolute rocker. That's so a freaking good. song. This was a heater. Believe it or not, you are not enhancing this experience. <laughs> Just pull out a lighter. That's a great song, Tom. Great pull. You know, I can't great remember if pull. that song made him famous or that Long way down. Well, it might have I been. don't think I'll make it on my own. Huh, well, that's they, a good song. My favorite Goo Goo Dolls song is Ain't That Unusual. I do love that song. From the too. Angus soundtrack. Yeah. That song yeah. is really good. Burke, um, thank you for bringing that up, though. We should have remembered name. Yeah, name. before we go. I thought that, like, when I, because you guys are very good at this stuff. And when I was driving along, I was actually headed to Shell. I, I was thinking I was going to Shell. It was early in the morning. And I was like, I'm pretty sure. They completely just brain deaded this one. Like they both love this song. I'm pretty sure. Well, we did say Goo Goo Dolls. You did say Goo Goo Dolls. You chose too. Iris. Yeah, yeah. Was there any songs? Where- yeah. <laughs> Are you good? I'm good. You good? Okay. <laughs> um, was there any other songs you heard re- that we mentioned that you were like, "Oh, that's a great song." That's a oh great yeah. Poem. There were several of them that I was like, I would have never thought of that one. Yeah. And, yeah. So I same thing, but. Yeah. Name was like when you guys first said acoustic on that episode. I was like, name, name. That's got to be number one. I think I know? even said, I'm afraid I'm going to forget one. Yeah. Yep. But name was the one that first occurred to me. And yeah. But before we hop out of here, uh, I told you some stories about Tom and I being a little rambunctious with car accidents back in the day. You said that when Tom was on here, you wanted to get his opinion or take. Yeah. Are so you, are you? There's a story of like. Adam's truck ramming your car by the football field yes. at the track. Yes. And what what was your recollection? You tell the story from your vantage point. <laughs> uh, we were racing out of baseball practice. So you're coming from that gravel parking lot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just like what it is today, only, I mean, not much different. Um, and it just, I got to the car first. We were going to race somewhere. I don't, I don't know. Just out of there. We probably wanted to race like. Literally till we got to the street to go home. Yeah. So I <laughs> I literally got there way faster than him and sped off. And I'm like, that wasn't any fun because we didn't get to race. And then I circled back around. And as I'm coming around the track, then Adam decides to gun it from the parking lot to like try to get in front of me. And I'm gunning it around the curve on the actual road. And Adam jumps like he... Uh, a little grass area. There's like a little grassy like hill. A knoll? A knoll, kind of, <laughs> if you will. That's where it went from like the gravel drive 
to the grass spot, and the grass elevated like eight yes. inches. And he hit that going probably thirty, and just goes airborne and just like skies it into the back <laughs> right edge of my car. It was so epic. And if only we had video of it. It was so epically stupid. Well, <laughs> and I get out and and I'm just like I chuck my hat on the ground, and there's like t-ball teams warming up for baseball that night and like what the heck are you thinking adam and he's like why'd you come back around you know and we get home and i'm pretty sure mike and myron call each other immediately. yeah what was myron's reaction oh just ah oh, rage rage pure rage just and then, i've raised an idiot yeah. and i'm mad at myself and yeah. him he ripped me for about 30 minutes and then he made me sit there while him and mike talked on the phone about how big of idiots we both were yeah like neither of them have comprehensive insurance like it's both liability insurance on our cars and so like none of it's covered you know oh, I, I think mike should have had to cover it because adam was clearly in the wrong here well, yeah, I've, I I think they just decided to like, yeah, I mean, probably your liability would have covered ours, but my car was worth maybe $755. What kind of car was it? It was a Buick Park Avenue. <laughs> it was oh. awesome. Yeah. Mm. It had those comfy red those seats. Comfy velvet red God, seats. They were so comfy. Yep. And he hit the end of it. And my, my dad's like, oh, you're going to pay for this. I'm like, okay, I'll go mow a few lawns. Like, it's worth $100. I, I had know. a 1991 extended cab Dodge Dakota. And Tom's Two-tone like. Two-tone blue. Telling his dad, like, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. I don't play <laughs> by your rules. Uh, and the other the other one that I told him was when I hit, when I threw a rock at your shin. At the yeah, baseball field. For no apparent reason. And then when you kicked a basketball off his face. <laughs> Well, we were playing 21. And, like, Myron was mad both times. Yeah. There, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. Adam's coming to bend over to get that ball, and I just rocket kicked it right into his you face. Just, as Adam said, Jason Elamed it into his <laughs> face. You just, like, had a, a dark thought of what would happen. Yeah. It's just, like, sometimes you got to let intrusive thoughts play or out. Or had Adam pissed you off that day? Okay. We were playing 21. Like, Likely. And likely made you mad. I, I would assume, and Adam's bigger and better than me at that. Like he's just better than me at 21 at that point, and at basketball in general. And I was probably very pissed off. Yes, he's and a- I just let myself get the best of me and just ghosted it right into his face. I want to see a YouTube video where Adam gets to kick a basketball at you, and you get to whip a rock at his shins, <laughs> and you guys can bury the hatchet. Thanks, everyone, for sticking around and listening to me geek about food. Sorry if I bored you, too. It was very exciting for me. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I was here. We love, here. we love watching you in your element. Mm. I, I hope that as the list went, I chilled out a little bit on the greatest thing ever. All right. I think you did good, Pat. Um, you did good, kid. You did real good. Check out the podcast on Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeart Radio, Apple podcast go to my youtube page it's just my name adam Pedersen. i think that the videos are great you might not agree who knows check it out uh adam is a totally unbiased opinion and he says they're good yeah uh the next one's gonna be coming real soon it's exciting i did a like public street interview video uh with a lot of bachelorette parties where at at arnold's park one day in okaboji walking around what kind of questions were you asking him uh Gotta be honest with you, I what, don't remember the questions. What's your sitch? <laughs> I don't remember the questions. <laughs> Do you have a a new fling or anything? Yeah, is, it, is there a new lover in your life? No. 
Yeah, so check out the YouTube. Uh, what's sp- her face? Spread the love of the podcast. Blow it up. Um, some exciting things coming. And that's, we'll leave it at that. Hot hot!